Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now, to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubinministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Let's read verse 14. Ready? Read. That the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And so notice once again that you have been redeemed from the curse of the law and what has been made available to you through Jesus is, is the blessing of Abraham, is, is really the blessing. I want you to understand that, that what is available to every believer is uh, the blessing of Abraham and also the blessings that came with the law, because guys, as I'm going to show you tonight, there were blessings that were made available with the law. The only issue was nobody could ever keep the law, and so there were a lot of curses that came with the law as well. Now you've been redeemed from the curses of the law, or from the curse of the law, but you see, I want you to understand that you still get all of the blessings. <laughs> Praise God, you see. And, and, and just to lay this as our foundation again what what do we mean by the blessing what do we mean by the curse now to be blessed is to be empowered to prosper you being blessed means that you have been set up to prosper in every area of of your life no matter what the circumstances are i want you to understand that victory has been made available to you now what does it mean to be cursed now to be cursed is the opposite of of being blessed and so to be cursed is really to be empowered to fail and guys notice once again that this is the curse of the law that we're talking about here and this is talking about the law of moses and for our purposes today this is talking about performance-based religion and so really what this is talking about is is you being redeemed from the curse of (laughs) i'm going to say it guys you being redeemed from the curse of religion. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. You see, because so I want you to really understand, guys, that, that performance-based religion has done more damage than anything else. In fact, religion, I've said this before, is really the devil's favorite tool. <laughs> you see, uh, Satan really doesn't need you he doesn't have to try to get you to sin. What he has to do is he has to try to get you to, to live under the law. He has to try to get you to, to become religious in the sense that you think it's about you performing in a certain way in order to get God to show up in your life. Now, why is this a curse? Well, because the law of Moses, guys, you want to understand the law of Moses is, is an impossible standard, you see. People still think sometimes that the law that God gave the law of Moses, and remember the law of Moses is not just the Ten Commandments. The law of Moses is uh, 613 commandments that were given to Israel at that particular time. Now, a lot of people still think that the law of Moses was was a blessing. <laughs> you see, that the law of Moses was given to make people holy. Well, no, I want you to understand the law of, the law of Moses, God did not give that law to make anybody holy. God gave that law to show us our need for a savior. Remember what I keep saying. 
is the impossible standard. You see, it's a perfect God giving a perfect law to imperfect man to show imperfect man that imperfect man can never perform enough to, to keep a perfect law. And so that's what that is. Now, here's what the issue is, though. You know, it's, it's interesting and kind of crazy to me to think that uh, Gentiles were never under the law. You see, that law of Moses, that covenant of law, I want you to understand that that was a covenant that God made purely with the children of Israel. You see, Gentiles were never even invited to the table. And so it's kind of crazy that the church as a whole has adopted this law-based mentality. And, and, and just to be clear, guys, what I mean by law-based mentality or operating under the law, I'm talking about this pattern where you think that you got to perform in order to, to get God to, to perform in your life, where, where you think you got to do good to get good, and you think if you do bad, you're going to get bad. Now, guys, that's like over 90% of churches that are teaching that. And so what they're doing is they're, they're operating under the law of Moses. They're operating under, under a law-based mindset in some cases, I think, without even realizing that they're doing it. And, 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 and what that does is it keeps them in, the, in that curse. It keeps them stuck in the empowerment to fail. You see, the more that a person will try to perform by the law, the less transformation will take place in that person, you see. Because as long as you're struggling and striving, what you're really doing is, is, is you see, the Holy Spirit will help you out. He'll, he'll come in uh, when you let him. Amen. But a person is always struggling and, and, and striving and putting in self-effort. You know, the Holy Spirit, he's a gentleman. So what he's going to do is he's going to sit back and, and he's just going to let you try to do your thing, you see until you come to your senses and realize that you need him you see you see God is perfect and so in order for you I really want you to get this in order for you to perform to get something from God that would require you to be perfect guys how many know none of us are perfect okay <laughs> you see and so the law was given to show us that we need help now, Jesus, uh, the, the word says, has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He's purchased our freedom from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham can come on us. Now, what I want to do is just to lay the foundation here tonight. I want to show you this. Uh, go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, starting in verse 1, because I really, really want you to see Praise God. I want you to see the pattern of the law. You see, I want to get you to a point where you, uh, in your life as a believer, in your walk with the Lord, where you can start to recognize when you see the pattern of the law. You see, anytime you, you slip into the pattern of the, of the law, I want you to be able to recognize that you're doing that. You see, now the pattern of the law, once again, the pattern of the law is do good, get good, do bad, get bad. It's performance-based. It requires you to do in order to get God to do. Now, the pattern of grace, guys, under this covenant of grace that we're under, the pattern, glory to God, of, of, of the blessing is, is quite simply this. It's no longer you do to get God to do. Glory to God. No, it is you looking to Jesus. 
praise God. It's you looking to what Jesus has already done with his finished works, you see. And so what you do is you don't perform to try to get God to move in your life. No, you release your faith in what Jesus has already done, you see. And, and as you release your faith in what Jesus has already done, what you're doing is you're now making yourself available to see the manifestations of the finished works of Jesus Christ in your life. You guys understanding that? Praise God. If you understand that, say amen. And so, and so we want to understand these two patterns to, to that, you know, the law versus grace. Operating, operating under the curse versus operating in the blessing. Now, I want to show you this pattern here of the law in Deuteronomy 28, chapter 1. I want you to see this, uh, verse 1. Now, this is a very familiar uh, scripture. A lot of people know Deuteronomy 28, and they'll talk about the blessings. You know, you shall be blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Uh, you, you have all these blessings, but guys, I want to show you... <laughs> You see, I want to I want to show you this in context. Remember, it's all about context, guys. You see, context, the context of a scripture determines the application of a scripture. Now, I want to show you that these blessings under this old covenant are condition based. Watch this now. Look what he says here in Deuteronomy 28, verse one. He says, and it shall come to pass if thou, if you have your Bible, I want you to underline those two words, if thou. He says, it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, now watch this, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day. And so if you do all of his commandments, the commandments he's talking about is the law of Moses. And guys, this is talking about the 613 commandments. And so he says, if you do all these 613 commandments, he says that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. Verse 2, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou, underline if thou, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse 3, he gets he goes into the blessings he says blessed shall thou be in the city blessed shall thou be in the field now let's skip down to verse 15 verse 15 and i want you to just really see how condition based this is he says in verse 15 but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the lord thy god and so in other words he's saying uh, if you're going to do all these commandments you're going to do all these things you're going to perform right here then the blessing is going to come on you but he says in verse 15 it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, watch this, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Verse 16 goes into the curse. He says, Cursed shall that be in the city, cursed shall that be in the field. Now, what follows here, guys, I want you to understand, is the curse of the law. This is what you have been redeemed from, glory to God as a result of Jesus shedding his blood 2,000 years ago. Now, somebody says, well, well, well Alex, I understand that this is performance-based, but, but a lot of people think that the law of Moses is proportional blessings. Guys, that's not what it is. If you go back to verse 1, he said, it shall come to pass uh, if, if you observe and do all his commandments. How many guys? All of his commandments. How many commandments is it? 613, right? 
And so is he talking about 600 commandments? He's talking about 610 commandments? No, guys. He's talking about all of the 613 commandments. Then the blessing shall come on thee. Look at James chapter 2, verse 10. James chapter 2, verse 10. I just really want to drive this home because I really want you to see the pattern of performance-based religion. And I really, as I said, want you to get free from that. Because guys, how many have been in churches and you've heard somebody say, well, if you want to get God to move, you got to do his commandments. <laughs> if you want to get God to move in your life, you got to make sure you obey all of these, these rules and these instructions, guys. That is old covenant. The Bible says that's what we have been redeemed from, redeemed from the curse of the law. Look at James chapter 2, verse 10. Praise God. Verse 10 says, says this, he says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, talking about the law of Moses, how much of the law, guys? The whole law. He says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. I want you to see that, guys. And so the law of Moses, and the reason it's a curse, guys, is it works like this. You see, people think, well, Alex, we'll just do the best we can and, 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 and then we'll still get some of the blessings. In other words, a lot of people think, well, I may not be able to perform the law perfectly, but, you know, I'll do 90% of the law and I'll get 90% of the blessings. Well, that's not what we just read, guys. You see, he said, if you do the whole law, but you offend in one point, you're guilty of all. And so the law of Moses, guys, works like this. You do 100% of the law, you get 100% of the blessings. You do 99% of the law, you get 0% of the blessings. You get 100% of the curse. Somebody says, Alex, that's that's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, it is, guys. <laughs> is it? I want you to see this, this, this law is rough. Is it? <laughs> Performance-driven uh, Christianity is rough, man. You see, if, if you think you got to perform to be okay with God, man, that's going to wear you out. You see, legalism is going to wear you out. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm strong on this, guys, because I really believe that this performance-driven mentality that much of the church has, has actually driven a lot of people away from God. It's driven a lot of people away from God. But you see, praise God, what I believe, what I believe the Lord is doing, man, glory to God, what I believe the Lord is doing, he is, he is increasing the revelation in this earth realm. What he is doing is he is getting ready to take the church back to where she was during her early days in the book of Acts. Praise God. You see, you see guys, the Bible talks about the early rain and the latter rain. I prophesy that there's some latter rain getting ready to happen. We're, we're in the early stages of it, but, but, but I believe he's getting the church ready to, to get her to where she was during the, book, during the days of the book of Acts. In other words, it's, it's the end of, of religion, guys. That's what I'm prophesying. You see? Cause, and again, when I talk about religion, I'm talking about performance-based religion, performance-driven religion. You see, this Christian life, guys, was never supposed to be a religion. It was always about a relationship with Jesus, you see. And so, and so guys, when you get free from this 
religious mentality, this performance-driven mentality, that's when he can reveal himself in our lives, you see. And so, and so I believe that, that there's some great things getting ready to happen in, 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 these, in these last days, you see. And, and I think that, that each and every one of us has a part to play. And, and so our part, guys, is, is really just to get into this word and really just begin to, to uh, understand this gospel of grace, you see. Understand what it's all about. And guys, do you know it's all about a person? His name is Jesus. Do you know that grace is not a curriculum or a doctrine? No, grace is a person. His name is Jesus. And so this gospel of grace, guys, is a revelation of Jesus. It's an unveiling of Jesus and his finished works. Glory to God. Praise God. And so you see why, why he says it's the curse of the law. Amen. You see that the law is an impossible standard. Look at Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Praise God, man. I'm, I'm excited, man, about what's going on. I'm, I'm, I just so want people to see this. You see, the, the Lord has just been... He's just been showing me these things in Scripture, and I've been realizing in my own life, I just said this to someone the other day, how I used to be performance-driven and legalistic, and I didn't even realize I was doing it, you see. Uh, I used to be all about, uh, you know, you got to make sure you have enough faith, and, and you, you, you got to do all these things, and, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, faith is, is important, uh, confessing the Word is important, but... Our faith is in what Jesus has already done. Our faith is never in our performance, guys. Look at this here. I want to show you one more thing, and, and we'll get started here tonight. Uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 20. He says in verse 20, he says, Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. And so, once again, the law was not given to make anybody right with God. To be justified is the same as being declared righteous. And so God did not give the law to make anybody righteous. Nobody can be made righteous through the works of the law. He says, by the law is the knowledge of sin. In other words, the law shows you God's standard, which is perfection. And the law also shows you, as I said earlier, that, that we all need, need help. Amen. Now look at verse 21. Verse 21 says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested glory to God, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Verse 22, Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. Praise God. It's unto all and upon all them that believe, for there's no difference. There's no, he's not a respecter of persons, you see. And so I want you to see, remember we've been talking about your, your identity as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, righteousness being the foundation for victory in the Christian life. And he says here, the righteousness of God without the law, the righteousness that comes through faith in Christ Jesus. You see, you put your faith in Jesus and you receive by faith, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You see, and the moment you do that, Praise God. The Bible said, the blessing of Abraham is upon you. The blessing is upon your life. Say this out loud again, friends. Say, say the blessing of God is on my life. Say out loud, I'm empowered to prosper in every area of life. 
say I'm set up for victory and success in every area of life. And I don't have to sweat to try to make it happen. Praise God. <laughs> Amen, guys. Praise God. Praise God. Now, let's get into this tonight here on eternal redemption. Let's uh, head over to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. I just really wanted to lay this foundation again, and I'll keep doing this. I really just want people to, to get off of this performance-based mentality. And I just really want you to understand, well, somebody says, well, Alex, we, we still got to do right. We still got to do stuff. Friend, I want you to see when you put your faith in Jesus, when, when Jesus is your focus, man, when, when, when the relationship becomes your priority, you see, remember, the relationship is, is, is the, the strength and the empowerment in this Christian life. And so when the relationship is your priority, you're walking with him. Praise God. You see, what's going to happen is he's going to be working on the inside of you. And as a result, transformation will take place. He's going to do what you couldn't do in your own self. Glory to God. You guys are listening to me. Praise God. Now, let's let's look at this here. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. And, and guys, we're going to get radical, of course, tonight, because I'm really, I guess we're already kind of radical, amen, but we're just really going to keep going against a lot of the traditional religious ideas. And I'm, as I said before, uh, this is not about what I say, guys. I'm, I'm going to show you the scripture. This is another thing that I think is so important. Uh, that 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 you know the, the 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 Bible always has to be the final authority, and so this is not about what Alex says. Uh, this is about what the Bible says. This is about what God's word says. Amen. Let's look at this now. Uh, look at this here. Ephesians chapter one, verse seven. In fact, let's read this out loud together. If you are there, verse seven. Ephesians one, verse seven. Ready? Read in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. And so let's break this down. He's talking obviously about Jesus. He says, in Jesus, we have redemption. And guys, we saw that this is, the, that, that is, this is us being redeemed from the curse of the law, being redeemed from having to perform to be okay with God. He says, we have redemption through his blood, Glory to God, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. And so, as we talk about eternal redemption, I want to establish what is redemption. Now, I've said before that the definition of redeemed is, is to buy back, it is to pay a ransom, it is to regain possession in exchange for a payment. It's to retrieve, to repossess, or to rescue. And so, simply put, this is Jesus literally purchasing our redemption from the law. Jesus purchasing our freedom from the law through shedding his blood. And I want you to see that redemption is also defined as the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins. And really the, the literal translation of this word here is the, um, the remission of sins. And, and, and remission means, I want you to get this. You see, when your sins are remitted, guys, Glory to God. What Somebody says, what's the difference between forgiveness and remission? Well, uh, forgiveness is what most people think we have, you see. But I, I want you to understand, man, when you're in Christ, your sins are not only forgiven. I want you to understand that, that your sins have been remitted. Your sins being remitted, glory to God, is, is your sins being removed, you see. Praise God. I want you to understand, when you got into Christ, 
Jesus took away all of your sins. He washed them away so that when God sees you, he no longer sees the sin in you. No, what he sees is the righteousness of God. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. To learn more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, go to alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. Now I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.